Welcome to Crazy Stupid Love with me, Barnaby Slater. In Crazy Stupid Love, my guests come armed with something they'd like to discuss to do with their relationship, love, or sex lives. And then, quite simply, we talk about it. A simple format for what is often a very complicated, but always fascinating subject matter. Before we get started, just a reminder that if you haven't already, please do subscribe or follow the podcast and leave us a rating and comment. In Apple Podcasts, it would be a huge help. And if you'd like to be our guest on the show or you'd like something discussed on Crazy Stupid Love, please email crazystupidlovepod at gmail.com. Also give us a follow on Instagram at crazystupidlovepod. But the most important thing, my guest today is Luca. Hello, Luca. Hi there. How are you? I'm well. I feel like it's important to give anyone listening a kind of idea of our situation. So (laughs) we are uh, in your living room. Yes. We have your cat dim sum around us. So if you hear some kind of scrabbling, that'll be (laughs) dim sum trying to get involved. Absolutely. And uh, we've tried to give for Crazy Stupid Love an ambiance. So uh, I insisted that Luca light one of her penis shaped candles. Could you tell us a little bit about those? (laughs) Well, when we moved into this flat, I realised that I needed to add some personality to this rented home. So before I bought anything useful, like a kettle and things like that, I bought a kitten and some dick candles. Very important. <laughs> and does dim sum the very cute kitten uh, have a penchant for those candles at all? Does she try to scratch or eat them? Yeah, she tries to knock them over at least seven times a day, which is, is very, very annoying. One One dick candle lost its balls. A terrible thing. Uh, I think the perfect type of candle to lead us into this podcast. So as I said, uh, I ask all of my guests to uh, come armed with something they'd like to talk about. I tell them in advance about this. So Luca, go for it. What, What kind of thing along the subject matter of crazy, stupid love would you like to discuss? So I recently met a guy on a dating app. We had very similar lifestyles, very similar interests. We talked for ages. One of those voice noting till 2am kind of meet a guy situations. Um, We met, had a great time. This carried on for a couple of dates. Um, And then one day after spending 23 hours in my house, he left and then 11 hours later, blocked me on every platform. Wow. Right? (laughs) Because I feel like the subject of ghosting will probably come up quite a lot in this podcast, but that's quite extreme ghosting. The way I always talk, because lots of my female friends down the years have discussed uh, or talked to me about ghosting. And I've always said a little bit like, well, I do actually think there's a line that needs to be crossed with ghosting, which is like, what is that situation where potentially you haven't known that person or dated that person for long enough to feel like you have to break up with them but it is still nice to say okay in some kind of positive Mm. way I don't want this to carry on but your example is quite (laughs) an extreme example so the audacity (laughs) so you've done the you've done the dating by text voice note very modern very good yeah till 3am that's a very yeah that really reminds me of being numerous days not just the once like three or four nights in a row, we were up all night yeah. talking about books and culture. Yeah. So potential soft boy element of to this man as well. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then you met once, right? But it was for 23 hours. Is no, that right? we met three times. Oh, three times. So we met three times. Um, the first time he came over with a bottle of rum. Way to my heart. Always helps. Um, had you that, preempted him on that? Had you, had I you... did, yeah. I was, I'm very, very clear about what I like and what I don't like. 
Um, so I was like, this is what you'll need to be, be arriving with. <laughs> so he came around with the rum. We drank the rum. Within about 10 minutes, he was trying to make out with me. And I was like, bro, no. Right. Calm down. Like, I know we've spoken about books and shit, but that doesn't mean you get to kiss me within 10 minutes right. of meeting me. This is not a normal situation. And how long was it before you were kissing? At least 10 more minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Important to important to lay the ground rules down, Luca. Of course, you've got to say no a couple times. Yeah. Um, no, I actually made him wait a couple of hours, and um, yeah, and we were up till four or five in the morning, drinking, talking, singing to old indie music from the nineties, yeah. bit of kooks, Love it. all of that stuff. Um, a very similar music tastes. Lovely time. He leaves. Okay. And so he, so he left. So you, I mean, dare I, did you sleep mm-hmm. together that first time? Absolutely. Okay. Wouldn't and waste then, my time otherwise. Of course. No, and rightly so. <laughs> and a busy woman. <laughs> he left the next morning. And then, so what was the communication levels straight away? Was it still good? Because you saw each other another couple of times after that. Yeah. So this was, this was New Year's Eve Eve. <laughs> okay. So then on New Year's Eve, I was so hungover. I didn't want to speak to anyone, uh, as was he. And we spoke all day again. Absolutely normal communication. Text me like as soon as he got home. Really convenient for my life. Works in my industry. Great chat. Can get drunk with him. Average kisser. Let's go. So average kisser, something to <laughs> something to work on. Absolutely, I'm sold. <laughs> and when you first and when you first met him, this uh, this going back a bit, but when you first met him, uh, just that's dim sum, obviously going to the toilet in the background. <laughs> Very important. But when you first met him in real life, as opposed to, yeah. you know, his pictures on the app or when you were chatting and photos he'd sent, whatever, you were like, impre- you were impressed enough. You you know, there wasn't, there weren't any yeah. red flags early doors. Like sometimes quite often you hear people are a lot shorter than they say they were yeah. or their pictures were 10 years old or anything like that. It was all positive, basically. Yeah, I mean, I'm definitely way more of a catfish than he is. I use about 25 filters, three, <laughs> three editing softwares. I didn't uh, think, I didn't, <laughs> I thought the whole thing about being a catfish was you don't really admit to being a catfish. I know, I'm very upfront about it. I'm like, hi, I look nothing like this. <laughs> that's hilarious. That's, yeah. that's the top, that is a top standard of catfishing as far Absolutely. as I'm concerned. I'm just like, hi, I look nothing like this. I just really like the art. How do they reply when you say, hi, I look nothing? You don't actually. Oh, I'm sure that. you look, I'm sure you do. I'm sure you look fine. I'm like, yeah, after three hours of editing, I look wonderful. <laughs> okay, you're the you're the bigger catfish. Should we give yeah. this person a name? You can make up yeah. his name if you want. So, no, absolutely. Shame him. Shame him. So, he is Steve. Okay, so, um, he's gone home. Communication's yeah. still there. So, what did you do on the second day? <laughs> um, so, I, I, in between then, snuck into Scotland. Mm-hmm. Um, to collect some belongings and stuff like that. And um, I text him saying I was... Th- there is a bit of weird communication before the actual ghosting. So he... <laughs> I text him being like, yes, I'm, I'm off to Scotland tomorrow to see my best friend. Uh, and he just started going really weird. And he was like, oh, well, it was just a one night thing anyway. And I was like, whoa, where did you get that from? All I said was that I'm getting a train to Scotland. <laughs> um, and then it got progressively... The conversation got weirder and weirder where he was just like... Was that, yeah. a, was that a direct reaction to you saying... Yeah. So were you saying... Do you, do you think it's more likely that that was a reaction to the fact that you were breaking COVID rules or that you weren't going to be around for a few days? No, it was... He, he was like, okay, well, that's us done then. He was like, that's me telling him I'm not interested is me getting on a train to see my friend. Oh, that's how the conversation went from that. And I was just a bit like, bro, what are you, what are you on about? 
Like, what do you, what do you mean? <laughs> so he took it personally that you were mm. having the gall to go away for a few days yeah. after you'd met him once. Yeah. Huh. So that happened. And then he was being super weird about it. And he was like, yeah, well, you know, there's nothing, nothing, no connection there anyway. And I was like, well, I don't, you know, stay talking with someone till four in the morning with someone I have no connection with. So that's really rude, actually. And this was on text. He was <laughs> texting text, this. Yeah. Right? On the WhatsApp, our fave. Probably a couple of voice notes and in, in, thrown in there. Um, and I was like, that's really rude. Like you're, I have no real connection to you other than that one night, but like, that's really rude. Yeah. <laughs> um, but sure. Okay. And then half an hour later, I got the, so what are you up to? Do you want to come over? And I'm like, are you yeah. having a mental breakdown? Well, that <laughs> are is, you okay? When you read all those like soft boy articles and beam me up soft boy, <laughs> it is, it is it. like that, isn't it? It's they get, a, they get, a, you know, they, they ask for yeah. things. They, they try and impress you with yeah. their literary references or their, their you know, deep 100%. indie music references. And then when you don't give them what they want immediately, they start to abuse you. Absolutely. And then, then uh, you know, an hour later, they're like, also, can I Did rim you, you out? <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly that situation. So I had a train at 8 a.m. What did I do? How I... old is Steve? Uh, Steve is... Ballpark, you know. I reckon he's 30. Mm-hmm. So he's, we're the same age, basically. I'm 30 this year. He's turned 30. Um, so potentially having a middle life crisis. I think that happens. Oh, that's supposed to happen at 40, I think. Is it? Yeah, I, think so. <laughs> I don't but know. There's no reason why... Life expectancy is getting shorter, I'm sure. There's no reason why bald Steve, who's dying his bald patch, isn't having an early midlife crisis, of course. It's very possible. So what? how did you react when he said, do you want to come over? I got in a cab. <laughs> of course you did. Of course you did. So talk me through, Luca, your thought process while you're in the Uber going around to Steve's. You just like... I was livid. I was like, oh, what is wrong with this man? Like, firstly, that whole last hour and a half of text backwards and forwards made no sense. It was a total waste of my time. You asked me what I was doing. I said I'm going to Scotland. Then you basically broke up with me, which is a weird thing to do after you've met someone once and an overreaction to everything. And then when I called you out on it and was like, that's actually really rude and not true. Then half an hour later, you're like, so, but like, can we still see each other? No, we cannot. You're being rude. So I want to go and see him face to face because one, I think he's potentially having a mental breakdown and I want to check his vitals. Um, And two, I'm going away for a couple of weeks. So I want to get some. Yes, I was going to ask that. So, okay. So then um, fascinating. So then you walk, (laughs) you you knock on his door. What happens next? So I knock on his door. he leaves me outside for five minutes. So I go in with the face like thunder. Power move. Yeah. Absolute classic <laughs> Steve power move. I hate him. Uh, Steve so may well be a psychopath. Yeah, he's a total psychopath. Oh, he also asked me to bring cigarettes. Like one of those guys that's 30 years old can't, you know, use delivery to order some cigarettes at two in the morning. Because he can't afford to or he can't be bothered? Oh, was it? No, no. He, he told me he had like 20 grand in his current account. So he's, he's very comfortable for money. Okay, Luca, I have to... <laughs> I'm afraid I now have to break away slightly from the just asking you descriptively what happened to the, at what point did none of these huge, ginormous red flags come in? So for me, for me, the moment that someone tells you the exact amount of money they've got, which they probably don't have, is a huge red flag of like narcissism slash, you know, bullshitter. Well, see, at that point, I'm like... Was there at least any con? Was there any context to him telling you he had twenty grand Absolutely in his bank account? Absolutely none. Right. Absolutely no context. In fact, I was just like, "Oh, yawn." Yeah. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Are you really gonna sit there and say that? Just Shut I've up. never understood when people when people talk about how they go on dates and how the man in it because it's always the man. Let's face it, the man starts talking about money, how much mm. money they earn, how much money they've got. 
it always strikes me as like, where do they imagine that conversation is going to go to after that? Like, the do they? Well. <laughs> Obviously, the bedroom, but do they imagine that the girl is going to go, oh my God, that's so amazing. Well, that's another thing. If the girl does actually fall for that, that's even worse. Because then you've got the most horrendous type of woman on your hands. You yeah, don't want to go over potentially. Anyway. But then equally, you did still go around. So, I mean... Yeah, absolutely. I'm fascinated by narcissists. I'm like, great. Do you have a history of dating narcissists, would you say? Actually, no. I don't want to... <laughs> Maybe a couple. Right. Maybe a couple, yeah. Was it was you like pausing there because you're worried that some people might hear this and think you're calling I'm them narcissists? I'm with a lot of my ex-boyfriends. Yeah, that's good. Mainly the narcissists. <laughs> right. Okay. So yeah. I mean, the good thing about narcissists in general, though, is even if you call them a narcissist to their face, they obviously don't think they're possibly a narcissist. Yeah. That's like the real life narcissist yeah. sociopaths. They they don't see it in themselves at all. Um. Anyway, we. Can, I mean. Obviously, I'm fascinated by the narcissist that you went out with, but it sounds like you're still friends with them, so we can't really delve too deeply. But also, just to say, I think there aren't many girls I know who haven't dated a few narcissists. I mean, the same goes for men I know. I mean, it's people are narcissists. There's such a high percentage of narcissists that exist that... Do you think you can't avoid do you think there really? are more narcissists because of uh, millennials, the rise of social media culture, how important it is to to you know have followers look you know show yourself all the time etc etc well no i almost think no because everyone in gen z now has all these complexes about being good enough that they're too insecure and anxious to be a narcissist whereas like from the 90s we didn't have any of that so just we're all narcissists yeah it's hard <laughs> to we, know. we don't have as much that anxiety of like we grew up in this age of technology and filtering and yeah being continuously shown a lifestyle that you don't have and feeling not good enough for it. So I know that I have like some narcissistic tendencies, but I'd like to think, although this is what a narcissist <laughs> would say, I like to think that the fact that I'm kind of self-aware about what those are means that potentially I'm not a full-blown yeah. narcissist. But okay, anyway, so he's left you outside for five yeah. minutes at the door. And it's freezing, it's wind, it's December, it's, it's cold. Yeah, real cunt move. So, <laughs> so you walk and you're steaming. Does he give an excuse for why he's left you outside? No. None. Mm. He's like, you hate me. And I'm like, what are you, 12? <laughs> like, come on. I'm like, no, Steve, I don't hate you. This whole situation is just really annoying. So what are we going to, like, also, I, I don't have time to waste staying up till two in the morning talking to you. I'm a busy woman. Yeah. If we're going to do this. Let's do right, it. Let's just do it. Like, you don't need to have this whole you getting offended whenever I may go to Scotland or anywhere. And just completely be like, oh, well, let's not do this. It was just a one night thing anyway. Well, it clearly wasn't because you're still texting me. Right. So <clears throat> we banged. I left. I went to Scotland. Right. I got a t- I texted him the next morning because he was a bit pissed. And I was like. Pissed well, off? No, just a bit drunk. Right. I was like, welfare check on Steve. <laughs> how how you doing? Now, Luca, going, <laughs> Luca going above and beyond the call of duty for Steve as far as I'm concerned so far. But I was so nice to him. As I am generally yeah. to strangers and friends, well, I do let, go above and beyond. Just <laughs> let me tell you how nice to him you were. The guy, act, you know, the guy has waved a huge amount of red flags in front of your face, told you he has no connection with you, told you he doesn't want to see you again, then turned around and asked you to come around and fuck him, and you've done it. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Okay, so you, you know, you're being very kind as far as very, I'm concerned. Very kind. Okay, so welfare. Well, that was just more uh, talking about red red flags. He was saved in my phone as red flags, and we did have a, an ongoing joke with my friends that whenever we spoke about him, because everyone was fascinated by this ongoing annoying situation. 
Um, I was like, it's not even a red flag at this point. He's just a bad idea. Like he's so far past red flags. Yeah. He's just a bad idea that I'm fully going for because everything's boring right now. Yeah. So give me, give me some drama. Well, that's a good. Well, that that's actually a really good point. I think that is it possible that quite a lot of us are making decisions during the lockdowns based on the fact that we're all so you know bored yeah possibly depressed that we're making decisions that we wouldn't normally make maybe quite a lot of us are doing that and maybe a lot of people aren't admitting it and you're one of the few people who's (laughs) willing to admit it i'm always yeah there's no point in being anything other than i feel there's no point in being anything other than who i am yeah whether that is admitting the fact that i filter everything that i put out or whether it's the fact that this was a thoroughly titillating situation that in maybe normal day-to-day life i would have turned around at day one and gone you know what you're a complete waste of my time please get the fuck out my house right instead i was like uber be there in 10 yeah (laughs) was there a moment you know you called in red flags you've talked to your friends about the fact that you know he's obviously there's obviously lots of issues there was there an element of you where you're like oh i wonder if i can turn this round and make this feel normal and we could potentially go out with each other in the long term or was it just like let me get what i can while i can from this i definitely thought that there was a potential yeah because the first date you uh, the first few weeks and the first we were very compatible with in fact i have a i had a gig coming up um and he was before we'd met already on the guest list for that gig which is funny. So he was, we would have met in real life whether we'd met on the app or not because he was coming to one of my shows. And and for the audience, what, what kind of gig are we talking about here? So I have an events company mm-hmm. and I look after artists right. and I organise shows. So I had a big show at the Clapham Grand and he was, uh, it turns out, on, the, on my guest list. So I would have come across him because we're in the same industry. So I cannot wait to meet him in a bar one day and just be like, you are a cunt actually if you had rather than on the app if you had met him in a bar at one of your events do you think you would have had your head turned would you have fancied him no right. he's not really my type looks wise um but personality wise i'm in soft boy cultured gonna fuck me around yeah sold for anyone at home who doesn't know what a soft boy is by the way go to beam me up soft boy on instagram yeah, and you'll find 100%. out it will explain everything <laughs> Yeah, go on. So your background is all soft boys. Sorry to interrupt. Yeah, no, it's massively soft boys. I think everyone says don't date where you work, but I think I've dated someone in every job I've ever worked in other than the one in lockdown because, well, my job's based in Georgia. You say that as if that's like a bad thing that you've dated people from work, but like that's the most common way to meet people you date. True, but I've always been the manager. <laughs> right. So I'm not sure whether that was meant for... So it's always people who are working for you. <laughs> yes, I like it. I prefer it that way. Really? <laughs> And is that something, is that, why Why do you think that is? Uh, I'm quite a personality. So Clearly. I need someone who can back up that personality, but not overshadow me, because I am a slight narcissist. So I need, to, I, I like being slightly in control. I like things to be a certain way. I'm very organised. Um, and yeah, I like things to be a certain way. So it helps having someone who's already being paid to do what I want them to do. Okay, that's fascinating. So then bringing that back to Steve, would you say, was there an element, was there an element of you feeling not in control and yes. therefore that wasn't comfortable for you? Absolutely, which is probably why I was like, great, let me get in an Uber. I'll find a way to make it do what I want. Yeah, okay. So second time round you left and then you went to Scotland. <clears throat> yes. And then what happened after that? So I sent him the welfare check. Steve, are you alive? Yeah. Um, Welfare check sounds like you'll now work for the Dole office. <laughs> well, I did. I think I actually did phrase it. This is a welfare check on Steve. Are you okay? Okay. Um, to which I had no reply for three days. 
Again, the ghoul. How dare you? Okay. So I'm going about my life. And in three and days... And in those three days, you didn't send any other messages? No, none. Okay. That's strong of you. Yeah, I'm, I'm a busy woman. <laughs> I don't... I do. I am a multiple texter, but... No, I just How often, didn't see the point. On, on what regularity over that three days do you think you were checking your phone to see if you'd had a reply from Steve? <laughs> Permanently. it's My phone is always in my hand. Right. Whether I'm waiting for a text or not, it's always in my hand. Um... So after three days, I'm still in Scotland with my best friend. Um, and I get a text being like, hey, so I'm in like a really weird place. Like, I did, like you've been so nice to me. Thank you. Um, but I just don't think I can. I don't think I'm like in the right place for this. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, OK, cool. Thanks for wasting my time. At the end of the day, we are in the same industry and we did get on really well. Not really sure what your whole vibe was or what all this was about, but. No hard feelings on my side. I'm sure I'll bump into you at some point. Have a nice life. <laughs> yeah. To which point I drank, you know, like three bottles of rosé and bitched about him for approximately eight hours straight. Um, Lucky your best friend. <laughs> yeah, I mean, people are used to this. This is a, this is a, usually it comes with a hair change. Right. So it's Your like, best friend sat there just being like, but this guy sounded like a prick. <laughs> She's like, thank fuck he's gone. Mm. Mr. Red, we can delete Mr. Red Flag's number? I'm like, yes, we can. So then I go home from Scotland. Um, about Did you delete his number at that point? I don't bother deleting numbers. I, if, if I go through my phone now, there are the weirdest names saved. I might tell you a few in a minute, but there's just, I looked the other day and there were just the weirdest things like Flamingo Man from number 10. No idea what that means. No idea what's at the end of that number. Um, but <laughs> everyone has a nickname. I love everyone it. has a nickname. So there's loads of weird numbers on my phone. So I just left it and I just got on with my life and was. I like, certainly have a lot of people in mind that are like Annie Hinge. Yeah, oh, Hinge. there's so many. I ha- yeah, no, I have to delete a few. I have a friend called Bumble Ben who still comes to my birthday most years with his girlfriend, and everyone refers to him as Bumble Ben, which I'm sure she's not comfortable with. <laughs> um, but we love Bumble Ben. He's lovely, yeah, and so great. is she. She's think, lovely too. I think being friends with exes is all good. Uh, it causes a lot of hassle for some people, but I personally, I, I'd always, I'd be very disappointed if anyone I was with was jealous. So aghast. Was jealous <laughs> at the idea that you could be friends with people because you, yeah. you very often will meet someone and realize very quickly that you're not meant to be together, but you are meant to be friends. So. Yeah, abs- absolutely, and that's what I found with a lot of people is that we've met and just gone. Yeah, we clearly just want to be in each other's lives and we just don't need to complicate this. I read something today actually that was along the lines of if you really like someone, the best thing to do is not to date them. Definitely. And that really hit, it really hit home for for a hot second there in the middle of my like laptop, phone going off, WhatsApp, Instagram, emails, which has been happening all week. I literally just stood still for a moment and was like, oh shit, (laughs) so many people I really shouldn't have banged. (laughs) The profoundness of this article is hitting this, me hard. Of this one sentence, uh, I can see their faces to go before me. So I think you said so. You had all the rosé. You bitched, yes. and then did you say a couple of days passed? So I went home. I went back to London. Mm. Got on with my life. I was like, well, look, that was a situation that happened. No dramas. I then, <clears throat> about a week later, um, I get a like request on Instagram for, that, from someone that's not I'm not friends with for a message so I check it and I'm like Steve and a surname and I'm like who's Stephen W something I'm like who's who is this and I'm not following him with private accounts so I follow the account why has like, he now added you on Instagram so he told me at the time that he doesn't use social media <laughs> yeah. and I'm an avid user of social media I post uh, 
copious amounts of stories, mainly for my own enjoyment. Yeah. <laughs> I all, assume some other people. All of the twenty-five fil- filters, as you said. All said. of the twenty-five filters. It takes me all day. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and so he he after telling me that he didn't use social media, randomly goes to stalk me, realizes I'm in London, and is like, "Hey, so are you back in London? I'd really love to see you. I'm really sorry." And I'm like, "Was that on a text?" In on Instagram DM from yeah. someone I don't follow. And I'm like, really? You have my number. Why are you, one, going to have a look at me on it? What, did you like like the picture I just put up? He must have deleted your number. He, he must mu- have he deleted have your de- number. I hadn't thought of that. No, he must have deleted your number. He must have deleted my number. Yeah, which to me makes it feel, which to me makes it feel more likely that actually he felt somehow out of control of the situation yeah. and was worried that he was going to send you messages that he'd regret sending, which frankly he already had done many times, <laughs> or at least he should have regretted yeah. it. Yeah, he I must have done, and it's, it sounds like he started an Instagram account just to <laughs> basically contact you. No, it was you. it was old. It had about oh, right. five pictures on from 2017 or something. So he'd restarted an Instagram. <laughs> account. It was um, I'd never thought of that. He clearly had deleted my number. Hmm. So then what happened? So then you went you were straight in an Uber, presumably. <laughs> no, he. I made him come here. Okay, good. Um, Power game. Well, first he was like, I was like, you are joking. Like you're joking. For 10 minutes, you, you, For 10 you minutes. went with that. You know, I've got the 10 minute yeah. Are you joking? Are you joking? Call, get in a cab. That's how it kind of went. Yeah. Um, I was like, no, you're you're taking the piss, mate. Like, you can't possibly be doing this. He's like, I just want to see you and explain to your face and apologise and show you how much I mean it. And I'm like, you're chatting shit. You're drunk. You're chatting shit. You've taken the piss out of me twice now. This is bullshit. Hmm. Please. I'm like, if you want to see me, you can see me tomorrow. But I really just want to see you now. I really just want to prove to you that I'm really sorry. And like this went on for was this, an hour and, and a half. And you said he was drunk. So was it late at night? It was. This was like 9 p.m. Right. So this wasn't even that late. And it took till like 11 till I was just like, I actually can't be asked to stop to keep saying no. So fine, come over. But I have work tomorrow. So like <laughs> if you're drunk and you want to carry on getting drinking, mm. I haven't had a drink. I've got work in the morning. You can come over. We can talk. Yeah. And then you can fuck right back off where you came yeah. from. Okay, is- so he'd given you the big, he'd given you the big, I want to come and see you so I can tell you and explain and apologize. Yeah. So tell us, what was his big angle? Absolutely nothing. He came in and did the whole, um, your, you hate me thing again. And I'm like, bro, I don't like you enough to hate you. Mm. <laughs> I really, I really don't. Yeah. Like, we have a connection that's obvious, despite the fact that you keep saying we don't. Um, you you literally keep telling me how I'm the perfect girl. Uh, oh my god, I forgot about this. So whilst, oh my god, that's really vulgar. While we were making love, <laughs> I think you can say having sex. Or you've said banged already, to be honest. So you can say fucking. You can while say while we were boning. Yeah. He um, he looked me in the eyes and he was like, "Will you be my girlfriend?" And I was like, "No." <laughs> Wait, was this boning number one? Was this, this... Is, this is boning number two. And he, how high was he? Was he high? Uh, not to my knowledge, but maybe. He might have been high. He wasn't to my knowledge. I have to say, like, I... <laughs> I that's amazing. But I have, I, I should say, I've had one situation where I was, I was having sex with someone, I think only for like the second or third time. And she was drunk, but she did, ex- she did, she did exactly that. Like, Look me now and just went, I love you. <laughs> he did, he did say that as well. And I was like, you don't. He was like, I love you. And I was like, you don't, Steve. And he was like, okay. <laughs> I was like, of course you fucking don't. Oh my God. So he'd done that. So that, I'd forgotten about that. But no, that happened the second time I went over in a cab. And then he was doing it again. He came over and he was just like stroking my hair. And I was livid. I was sat there 
like my back was razor straight. I was stood up like a surfboard, arms crossed. Like, look, I don't hate you. I don't care enough about the situation. This is really annoying. So either we're gonna start seeing each other and this is gonna, you're gonna stop doing this because if you text me one more time <laughs> and say, oh, there's no connection here. This is not happening. I really, I really don't know what I'm gonna do. So this is not, we're not doing this again. Like you cannot do this again. It strikes me like there should be a long, like a, a big gap between the term <laughs> no connection between us and I love you, I want to be your girlfriend. Yeah, and, and those were both the same evening within an hour. <laughs> like, how, like, oh, the gall of it. He might, is he an alcoholic? Is he... I mean, potentially. Yeah. He was dead. There was definitely a lot of drinking involved. Is he bipolar? Is he, you know, what... No, definitely of... not. We discussed and like, no, yeah, he's a bit depressed, but aren't we all at yeah. this point? Um, Nobody's hot unless they're depressed, let's face it. I mean, exactly. Mm. <laughs> Do you have a therapist? No? Wonderful. Would you like one? Here's my number. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, yeah, just, yeah, I mean, it was very much like, you are the perfect woman for me. Um, you are, you're, I, like, I love that you have your own business and like I work for someone else. It's really inspiring that you do this and I'm so impressed and you're just like everything I want in a woman and then you'll get drunk and get distracted by my magical vagina and be like I love you be my girlfriend and I'm like mm, you don't know do you you don't really and I'll say that to him and he'll say it a couple more times and then realize that I'm not having any of it and <clears throat> yeah and another thing is like throughout all of that I was like are you saying this just because you want to sleep with me? Because I don't need that. Yeah. <laughs> do I see, like? Do I give you the vibes that I need you to flatter me for for me to to want to sleep with you? Yeah. No, I think I'm great. I don't need you to tell me that. Um, all these compliments and all these weird, I love you. Please, maybe we should go out. I'm like, we shouldn't go out. We should definitely not go out. We've met three times and both all three times you fucked it up. So he stayed around for 23 hours, in which I did a full day day of work what, with him pestering me all day. Why wouldn't he leave? Or we were just like... You didn't want him to. Hungover, snuggling. Yeah. He was being cute. He was snoozing, hungover. I was working. And yeah. And then eventually he left. Next morning. Welfare check on Steve. He blocks me on everything. What the fuck? <laughs> I mean, one thing I'd say is... It was really good, I think, that we went into the nuts and bolts of it because... You told the story at the start, yeah. obviously, in synopsis. <laughs> yeah. And it was like, and he bought me. But now it it was, pat well, <laughs> it's, it is worse. But it's also, there was a pattern there, which was like, yeah. it doesn't sound anymore like it was as much of a surprise as it did when you first gave it in synopsis. He was certainly yeah. always going. I think your question is totally valid, which is, I mean, I don't know whether you were just saying that here or whether you actually asked him to his face but the question of like do you feel like you need to butter me up in this way yeah, to sleep did, with me because you don't yeah I did like say I'm clear that. about this I'm you know I know I know what I want I'm happy yeah. to just get it yeah absolutely and I've said this to multiple men like a lot of guys on dates will do all this stuff that I feel like they think they need to do to impress me that I'm just not asked about let's just have fun and have a conversation and see where it goes I really don't need you to say all this like Oh my God, you're so wonderful. Yeah, I fucking know, mate. I'm great. I don't need any of this flattery. I don't need that bullshit. And I can see right through it. And it's something that I've had consistently throughout my life that men feel like they, they I've always felt like men are often on dates, putting on a front and saying all this stuff that is just so ingenuine that now I'm just like, oh, really? I guess we do put on a front though. Like I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't think I've ever done it to that extent, but I think you are always playing a bit of a persona on a date because you 
you certainly don't want to show the sides that you think would turn someone off. Yeah. But the interesting thing with what you're saying is that they're taking it to such a degree of almost like, I need you to feel like I'm falling in love with you. Yeah, that's For then me to enjoy having sex with you. Yeah. And that's a really, I think that's quite a fascinating thought (laughs) because that is an extreme sense of narcissism, isn't it? Where you, where you want that person to be really falling for you to you, for then, for you to enjoy the sex more or something or for it to be, maybe, are they put off slightly by the idea of it just being fucking and that being it? I, I mean, know. I definitely, when I was younger, would, you know, go all doe-eyed and, like, you know, look at them with love hearts and be like, oh, this guy really likes it. It must be that they think that's the... <gasps> un- it must be that subconsciously they think, even when it's... Even when faced with the fact that it's not like this, they think that's the only way that yeah. it's going to happen for them. Which I don't think is realis- realistic in where we are as <laughs> as humans in this day and age. It's just not the same as dating as it was when I looked up to dating when I was younger or when I was growing up. Dating is different now. There's there's no need for this like ma and pa, everyone falls in love situation when you're, the, the guy probably during the date has had seven texts from other women that he's met on an app at the yeah. same time. I really don't need you to flatter me and make for an evening you feel like we're falling in love when you literally just want to bang and then probably not speak again. Mm. What a waste of time. And you're sure that if in these exact scenarios with these people that you've had this experience with, mm. are you, you're sure that if they just said, you know, you've met, you've, you're having a drink together, whatever, and they said, actually, I'm just looking for a sexual thing, mm. would you still have sex with them, do you think? It depends. It depends where I'm at in, in that. Of course in that sort of period. But in which case I'd say there is an argument to suggest and I'm not st- I'm not sticking up for <laughs> no, them no, at all. Like, I'm not sticking up for their behavior, but there's an argument to suggest that by um by evidence or percentage of success rate, they would maybe they've tried to some degree I, that. I and... wouldn't have gone on a date with them if I wasn't aware that it probably would just be either a short-term thing or not like a permanent thing. I don't think I've ever met a guy in a dating app that I've gone oh, is definitely my husband i'm gonna have children no. with this man never so i've never gone into it and if if i was i've never gone into it going like oh you know what i just really want them to like flatter me all night tell me how great i am and then i'm gonna go home sorry too busy don't have time for that let's get to it mm. <laughs> and uh, so i just wonder just because i'm just trying to like link it back to some experience of mine my experience of times i've been on dating apps mm. where between uh, so i've been on dating apps sometimes where i've just been like not mentioned what kind of relationship I'm looking yeah. for or if I am at all. And then other times I've been on where I'm like not looking for anything serious, mm-hmm. whatever. And the reality of that is you get far fewer matches when yeah. you're honest about not, you know, in my case, not wanting like a traditional boyfriend, girlfriend, yeah. monogamous relationship. Yeah. You get far fewer matches. So maybe this is just an extension or it sounds mm-hmm. like potentially an extension of that where they're like, if I'm totally honest with how I feel, feel about yeah. this scenario up front, I may not, even get to hang out with this person ever yeah. again. But I'm also fine with not defining that. No, it's... How about we just meet as people? But boys are scared. That's the thing. Boys are notoriously scared of... Grow up! Well, of course, we all need to grow up. But I'd say... I'd say the reality is they're, they're scared of being honest because then the rejection... You know, then the rejection comes and then basically what I'm saying is not acceptable. They're They'd rather the lie. Reje- they're scared they... of the rejection. Yeah. So in turn, they're going to make us feel yeah. secure and then reject us. Yes, it's unacceptable. Which is unacceptable. I have such an issue with... <laughs> With certain men being on date. But I'll tell you where it's especially unacceptable is when those men are pretending, I think, to be these kind of um, forward-thinking, progressive, mm. 
well, dare I say it, they wouldn't admit to being soft boys, but, yeah. you know, people who are like, oh, you know, I'm a feminist and I'm progressive and I would never treat someone badly, but also, yeah. you know. But uh, it is, I think Steve is a fascinating case because he kept going back on, you'd he said all this stuff and he kept, kept going, going back, back on everything. So I'd say there's something more to it with Steve. I, I have my theories. Either. Tell us. He's got back with the next girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know that he broke up with someone in... I think September, so three months before we met. So potential long-term ex-girlfriend, potentially they started speaking again. And that's why he couldn't trust himself. Yeah, maybe he told her he'd met someone, used or that he, as... Or he didn't tell her. Or he... Oh, no, I don't know. Maybe he did. Maybe, I don't know. Either way, that could be a factor. And he's like, I can't speak to this woman with the magical vagina that I'm in love yeah. with anymore because I will keep going back around. And... That's very possible. <laughs> Or, Are you able to see his social media? You're not because he's blocked you on everything. Or can you yeah, see it through no, other he, people? He has, yeah, oh, have, oh, he's only got that Instagram account. He's only got that Instagram account. I did find him on, you know, LinkedIn, his work email address, his his Facebook page. Yeah, I've seen it all. I'm not particularly impressed with any of it, to be honest. Um, I do think I deserve more of an answer yeah. about why he thinks that's acceptable yeah so in a dream yeah that's a good point in a in dream, a dream in a dream world, world what would happen i would want him to unblock me explain apologize and then kindly fuck off into the sunset because the goal of it <laughs> do you think there's any explanation he could give though that would actually make you feel any different to how you feel now because that's like a whole thing that almost to me that goes back to you know when you're at school and people yeah. say, people always at school would be like uh, you know, they didn't even say it to my face. And the reality is actually, if you had it said to your face, would you really enjoy that more? No. In a weird way, because I'm, I'm thinking myself here in situations where I've had disappointments with girls. It's like, yes, that anger, I think, leads you to think, oh, and she didn't even, you know, she didn't even text me back or whatever. Yeah. But in reality, if I get all the times I've had it where someone said, I'm sorry, I'm just not interested, that yeah. actually doesn't feel any it better. It doesn't feel great, but... I know every time he said there was no connection that he was lying because I know that. I I, I, could, I was there. Yeah. So no, there's nothing he could say to me that went, oh, actually, I really didn't fancy you that I would believe. So that that isn't in the equation for me because I know that there was such a deep connection. You don't stay up talking to someone that yeah. friggin' And every time he was inside your magical vagina, he yeah. told you he loved you and wanted to be your boyfriend. I mean, exactly. What can I say? I don't know if he was talking to my vagina or to me. The title of this episode <laughs> is going to be Luca and the Magic, magic Vagina. <laughs> Many people are going to recognise that title. I think it's worth us asking at this point for anyone who's listening who's had similar experiences <laughs> to write in to... Uh, uh, hold on. To write in to crazystupidlovepod at gmail.com or message on Instagram crazystupidlovepod because I think this is something we should come back to because it's like a really fascinating... And, and I think one that will resonate with a lot of people yeah. who've been through similar things. The go- I remember that night I was quite pissed. I'd had quite a few ha- like house cocktails. And I just remember his, his profile picture disappearing on WhatsApp and me being like, he's blocked me. The absolute gall. How dare he have ruined one of my work days? What percentage oh, of you... Yeah. What percentage of you was like... Or maybe he's just taking this profile picture off WhatsApp. No. <laughs> Absolutely not. I think maybe I his phone him. died. Yeah, no, no. I was like, the prick has blocked me. And so I called him seven times, obviously. 
because I was really drunk and despite the fact that he blocked me and he was not receiving any of these calls <laughs> it's still my is that what when you block a phone number on your yeah. thing I mean I'm showing here that I've never blocked anyone so <laughs> what you just can't get through does it go straight to voicemail how does it yeah, work yeah it goes straight to well, it goes straight to voicemail or it rings out and they, they can't hear it so I, it was obvious to me that he blocked me and I was just so livid mm. and then the next morning I woke up and I was like oh no that was a real thing like he's fully done that I'm like how dare you waste my time like that <laughs> Yeah. As much as I was doing it for the enjoyment and could see all your red flags and was aware of them and was like, you know what? I still am having enough fun to carry on with this situation. Yeah. And I was still went above and beyond to be nice to him. And the gall to block me after that. And the worst thing was before he left, he was like, please order me some beer. And he was like, oh, let me pay for it. And I was like, oh, I've got, I've got delivery plus. <laughs> it's fine. Let me do it. And and then and, and I, I think, think at that, that point I was like, look, you're twenty grand in your bank account. Just sit there. It's <laughs> fine. I, I, this one's on me. So it arrived. He passed out. Slept for a couple hours and then left. So I'm sat there with this beer that I've paid for that I didn't want. At least you got to keep the beer. If he if he packed it in his <laughs> if he packed it in his bag and taken it with him, you'd be even more yeah, angry about that. He did take some of the cigarettes. He did like yeah. snuffle away five cigarettes on his way out and was like, I look forward to seeing you soon. Yeah. Like thank you. It's really difficult. It's a really difficult, fascinating one. I uh, I definitely want people to give their thoughts on it. I wonder. I just want to ask this final question. I guess Luca, how much of it do you think, once maybe a bit more time has passed? and in the cold light of day and logic and stuff, how much of your anger do you think is down to the reality of the connection you had mm. compared to the reality of him making that decision and you having no control over it and it, and it not being your decision? Because I, it yeah. strikes me that it's very possible that maybe the day after he did it, you might have made that decision the opposite <laughs> way. You wouldn't have blocked him, but no. you might have met someone else and been like, oh, I don't need to deal with this guy, it's Steve, who's mad anymore. Um, I think it probably is a control thing. I like to have closure on things. I like to be in control of situations. So having that taken away from me yeah. was just like really debilitating. It's like, why, why am I in this position? I did all the nice things. I put up with your shit, put up with your drama. I was really nice to you, made your breakfast, made your coffee in the morning, did all the nice things, had sex with you. You did. You, mm. you had sex with him on a number of occasions <laughs> and your sex was so good that he wanted to be, at least for that period of time, your boyfriend. Exactly. So how dare he block me? The ghoul. Luca and the magic vagina. Luca, thank you so much for telling us about that. You've been an amazing, amazing guest. Um, Guys, thank you for listening at home. Like I said, please, if you've gone through something similar, please do write in. uh, Or if you'd like to be a guest on the show. And I'm happy to have people on who want to use pseudonyms if you feel uncomfortable under your own name. Please email crazystupidlovepod at gmail.com. Also use that email address. Uh, to send anything in that you'd like discussed on the show. That's crazystupidlovepod at gmail.com. Also follow us on Instagram, crazystupidlovepod. And if you could subscribe and rate us on Apple Podcasts, that would be amazing. Check out my other podcast, It's Your Funeral and Almost Famous. Links are in the description box. And follow those shows on Instagram at almostfamousapodcast and at pod, It's Your Funeral. Thank you so much for listening and goodbye. <laughs>